0: Welcome to the first session of sales accountability, contacting and prospecting is the first in a series of live and recorded weekly sessions. We have decided to offer a complimentary recorded session for our website visitors and social media followers to sample 321 sales and business development training. Weekly sales accountability sessions are for 321 white collar sales training members to reinforce past training and grow new skills using 321's basic, intermediate and advanced sales education library. Since 99% of small business owners never had access to sales training at work, in college or through professional certification classes, there is a mystery about sales training benefits. Hi, my name is Rick Napier, CEO of 321 BizDev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. And you're watching the first module of 321's weekly sales accountability sessions. This module is on contacting and prospecting. The 321 sales system is for white collar salespeople and business owners seeking to build their sales skills. In addition to live and webinar training, 321 works alongside our members by providing business development support. 321 is one of the only training companies which can perform the training we teach. This contacting and prospecting training session is primarily for insurance agents and realtors because these two groups can realize the greatest sales production results by finding their own clients compared to buying leads. Let's talk about Louis Pasteur. More than a century ago, Louis Pasteur said, chance favors only the prepared mind. By this he meant that sudden flashes of insight don't just happen. They are the products of preparation. Preparation therefore is the key to success. So we believe at 321BizDev, a prepared salesperson's mind must use a good sales system. So it makes sense to use a system when contacting and prospecting. Contacting and prospecting are the first two of the four main sales functions. The final two functions are appointment setting and closing. Let's talk about some definitions. The definition of contacting is approaching a person or business with the hope to do business. The definition of prospecting is determining if a person or business is a good fit for your product or service. The definition of a good prospect is a person or business who wants or needs your product or service and can afford to buy it. Prospecting over the phone or face to face is the least expensive, most efficient most responsive method to add more customers to your business prospecting is mostly a mental exercise the mechanical steps of prospecting can be learned with practice in a couple of days we will cover the mechanical steps at the end of this session being friendly is the number one personal attribute salespeople need to have or should work on improving People typically buy from salespeople who are friendly. We feel all salespersons and business owners should be able to find new customers using the traditional prospecting approach. Let's look at the definition of power as it relates to prospecting. What is prospecting really about? Prospecting is about power. So who likes power? Before we begin to talk about power, let's talk about this slide. Salespeople who master prospecting, whether it's face-to-face or outbound phone calls, have no limitations to growing their businesses. Let's look at this image. You see awareness, interest, decision, and action. These four components, are very important for salespeople to understand as they're out contacting and prospecting. And looking at the last item, action. Action, meaning to take action to meet people, not to sell people. And 321 members will learn more about what this last statement means when I say, action meaning to take action to meet people, not to sell people. We believe, Your worst day in sales is the day you prospect no one. Let's look at these three words, production, performance, and profitability. This session on contacting and prospecting is about production, meaning how many people or businesses am I effectively making contact with on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, or a monthly basis? The word performance means what is the percentage of contacts that you are converting to clients and the last word profitability means are your production and performance numbers generating enough revenue let's look at the typical sales pipeline you must have numbers in your pipeline if you have one month and you only have one person in your pipeline That is really not a definition of a pipeline because your pipeline must be dynamic. It must be changing on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. So you can probably tell if you have talked to no one, you have prospected no one for a month, you're probably not gonna have any customers saying yes. And contrary to popular belief, finding customers is the business selling products and services is the job this slide shows here that sales has two components the first component on the left is called efforts and effort activities are the activities that find clients so salespeople can get paid on the right side you see task, and these activities do the work so salespeople can get paid. And again, this is for realtors and insurance agents. And if you look at the top, you see activity 70 to 80% above efforts. And on the right side, you see activity 20 to 30% for task. This means that for most salespeople, especially realtors and insurance agents, 70% of their sales activity should be focused on efforts. And again, efforts are activities to find clients so salespeople can get paid. If you look at this big table, you see the percent time looking for business and the percent time fulfilling tasks to close business. Every industry has a unique split of where salespeople should spend their time looking for business and where salespeople should spend time fulfilling the task to close the business. And as you can see, there's a distribution of time between looking for business and fulfilling the task for insurance agents, real estate agents, CPAs, dentists, attorneys, and surgeons. And as you might expect, attorneys and surgeons, they have the least amount of time to look for business because Most of their work is done in court or in medical offices and hospitals. So what is power? Power is the capacity to act, the ability to act, the willingness to act. So let's talk about the capacity. First, power is the capacity to act. Capacity means the facility to produce, perform or deploy your license, or certification gives you the capacity. For a person to have the capacity to act means that he or she has developed or gathered the necessary resources to exercise power. Let's talk about ability. Ability consists of having the skill, aptitude, and or competence to carry out the action one wishes to undertake. This means that you have the experience. You have five years experience, 10 years experience, 20 years experience to to carry out that action, whether it be to sell real estate, uh, to sell insurance, to function as a CPA, to represent a client in court, to perform that tummy tuck. Let's talk about the willingness. For willingness, there must be a resolve and a commitment on the part of the person to act, even if that means taking the calculated risk necessary to act. Now for willingness, there are only three possible outcomes during face-to-face prospecting. One outcome is yes, another outcome is no, and the last outcome is maybe. The good news is that salespeople have a 67% chance of getting a yes or maybe, and only a 33% chance of getting a no. To increase willingness, the salesperson must use a sales system. And as you might expect, willingness is the toughest part of selling. Willingness improves as you consistently repeat the same steps, just like riding a bike. When you think about the first time you rode a bicycle, you may have fallen off the bicycle, but as you repeatedly got back on that bike and continued to learn how to ride that bike, you eventually became successful at riding that bike. While selling is the same process. Willingness has a self-correction mechanism when using a sales system. It is very common for people when attempting to contact and prospect people for new business, they will make mistakes. But as soon as you make that mistake, if you are using a sales system, you will say to yourself, aha, 321 said do this in this manner, but instead I did this. So the very next time you contact and prospect for new business, you will remember the things that you did not do correctly and that's what I mean by willingness has a self-correction mechanism. Just like any other activity we are good at, we first had to make mistakes. When selling, salespeople use the three-two-one sales system will self-correct as more prospecting attempts are made. So prospecting is power. Developing power when selling is like building muscles. The more you prospect, the more power you gain. The less you prospect, the more power you lose. When you exercise your power in selling, you increase your power potential, even if the prospect says no. And we have other uh, training information that talks about this. Every attempt at prospecting gives you more power. At first, the power sits in a neutral space every potential prospect engagement has a unit of power to receive just like the old game pac-man if you can remember you saw this image on the computer screen gobbling up these other items that's what i meant by saying every potential prospect engagement has a unit of power to receive when you're out in public there are opportunities everywhere to increase your power by prospecting. Well-prepared salespersons have lots of power. The well-prepared person's success is undeniable. The ill-prepared person's potential to succeed is vulnerable. The prospect will acknowledge power and will follow your instructions. The prospect does not respect lack of power and will not follow your instructions. You must believe in your product. Your product must provide unquestionable value. You must have a system and a plan. So how do you increase your power? You must have belief. Your product must have value. And you must have a plan. So belief. Will your product do what it is supposed to do without fail? For value, will your clients be better off with your product than without your product? And your plan, does it work? Can you clearly see the beginning and the end of your marketing plan or your prospecting plan? If yes, you will have confidence in the marketing plan and you will prospect. If no, you will not have confidence in the marketing plan and you will not prospect. If you look at this image here, you see success and failure. If you look at the the top part, it says, if all parts of the sales system are known and executable by salespersons, you will have success. Meaning, if you look at the left and you see that eyeball, if you can see the plan beginning all the way to the plan ending, you will have success. If you look at the bottom portion, you see that eyeball and you see the plan beginning and you see the gaps that are in the plan all the way to the beginning. And so if, if all parts of the sales system are not known and are non-executable by salesperson, this may result in failure. Did you know that 50% of contacting and prospecting has a lot to do with non-verbal communication? It's about how you look how you dress, your posture, how fast or slow you walk, when entering a restaurant, a bank, a coffee house, a networking event. There's a great book by an author titled How to Work a Room. The author's name is Susan Roan. Her last name is spelled R-O-A-N-E. Susan Roan, and she has written a New York Times bestseller on how to work a room how to get recognized when you enter a room and you want to start meeting people. As soon as salespeople walk into areas where other people are, nonverbal messages are being sent. People assess quickly what they think of you. Do you look sharp? Do you look like a professional? Or do you pose a threat to safety or security? Prospecting requires 10 seconds of boldness to ask the question, hi, how are you today? You will get mostly positive feedback from strangers. I always like to say, most people are nice. Most people are not mean. So when you are out contacting and prospecting, you have to assume that most people are nice and you have to have the boldness to ask that question, hi, How are you today? Which brings us to FORM, F-O-R-M. FORM stands for Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Message. So we want to initiate the friendship by asking questions related to FORM. So everybody, in my opinion, everybody buys when people are friends. If they don't buy, at least they like you. And that's what you wanna do. You want to form a friendship with people you meet when you're out contacting and prospecting. So let's talk about F, family related questions. After you have smiled, initiated the handshake, you can ask the following family type questions. Do you live around here or somewhere else? And then you want to wait. Now, I really wanna stress the importance of waiting. So when you see wait in bold print, please wait. Uh, One of the the biggest complaints that consumers have with salespeople is that they're too impatient, is that they don't wait, they they don't ask questions, they are, are pushy. So we wanna stress at the very beginning of the sales system, which is contacting and prospecting, that you learn how to be patient. You want to wait. So you want to wait for the reply. Let the person talk as long as he or she wants. The more you listen, the less questions you may need to ask. The next family type question is, are your kids involved in the local area, youth sports? You might want to add something if your kids or your neighbor's kids or anybody's kids play soccer or baseball or football. You wanna generate a conversation about kids if you have kids or if they have kids. What schools do the family's kids attend? What social clubs do the adults belong to? You wanna spend about one to two minutes on family. Let's talk about O, which is occupation. What type of work the person does. Ask the person what he or she does for a living. The person may tell you the name of the employer. You wanna say, I heard that's a great place to work. The prospect may agree or disagree and they will tell you why. Never say, I heard that's a horrible place to work. The person may strongly disagree with you and you will have lost ground on building a friendship. The next question that's an occupation type question is ask if the company has good benefits Uh, a retirement plan or a 401k package and again you want to wait now you're about to hear how your financial products may help your friend and this particular example of occupation type question is structured for the insurance agent the financial services specialist but we have a form for attorneys for realtors for cpas for dentists and for cosmetic surgeons, and in addition to real estate investors. So what you're seeing now is the form for insurance agents. The next occupation question is, if the friend says the benefits, the retirement plan, or the 401k package are great, you want to casually agree. Don't get overexcited. Perhaps show some concern, depending on what you hear. The friend will see the expression on your face and wonder why you're not excited. So you wanna spend about one minute on occupation. The next uh, part of form is R, which is recreation, what the person or family does for fun. Ask about how the family has fun together. Agree, nod, shake your head up and down, whatever that family or person does. You want to spend about one minute on recreation next the most important part m the message you want to deliver you now know more things about your friend possible the prospect than you did five minutes ago now it's time to pull the trigger or ptt but before you do wait to see if the friend again a possible new prospect ask questions about your family, your occupation, your recreation. Specifically, you're looking for the, what kind of work do you do type questions. If the friend asks the occupation question say, thanks for asking. I help people design their own tax-free retirement plan, protect their families and have a pot of money when major illnesses unexpectedly hit the family. That's what you say. Then you wanna wait, again in bold print, you wanna wait. This 10 second commercial, your signature statement, your elevator pitch may strike a nerve and cause your friend to ask, how do you do that? Or what product does that? Well, congratulations. This friend is now a prospect by pre-qualifying himself or herself by asking about the financial services product. So again, this person has told you in so many words that they have an interest in what you do. So there are some other steps to take once that person uh, says that they have some interest and the the short version is to get their name, address and, and, and phone number and make an appointment. I will see you on such and such date And hopefully that date will be within the next 48 to 72 hours, no more than a week from the time you met that person. So let's say the person does not ask or your friend does not ask the occupation question. Now it's not a problem if people do not ask you what you do for a living. You gotta remember most people work a nine to five job. They're not used to asking what you do for a living most salespeople are trained to ask that type of question but most people who work nine to five jobs you know may not ask you that question they're not being disrespectful they're just not into that as we are as salespeople. so if your friend does not ask the occupation question say i've got to go i have an appointment to help this family design a tax-free retirement plan which also protects their family and provide some money if someone gets really sick. Look at your watch and walk away. Then as you get about 10 feet away, turn around and walk back to that friend and say, I'm so sorry, here's my business card. I forgot to ask you for your business card or contact information so that we can keep in touch to see if I can make an appointment to help your family too. Then wait, please wait for the response. If the 10 second commercial immediately strikes a nerve, the friend will let you know. If the 10 second commercial does not immediately strike a nerve, he or she has your business card just in case he or she wants more information. Then the final step, if the friend does not want to meet Ask the friend if he or she minds if you send them a monthly newsletter via email or by snail mail, you know, to their to their home address to keep him or her up to date with issues most people are concerned about. And you want to use those words uh, with issues most people are concerned about. Because for certain industries, there are subjects that most people are concerned about. So please uh, try to use that phrase when communicating with friends who could be prospects and clients in the future. So this is the end of the contacting and prospecting training. Uh, thank you for your time and the next training will be how to use the prospect interview form An in advanced training topic. This is Rick Napier, CEO of 321 Biz Dev LLC. We hope you found the 26 minute session enlightening. If the contacting and prospecting training module made a connection with you, we recommend you become a 321 sales training and business development client. Your business will be able to attend live sessions to increase sales productivity, sales performance, and sales profitability. Click the link below and tell us a little about your business to get started. Make it a great day.